You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, My name is David Ross. Uh, For those who don't know me, uh, when I'm not managing the Chicago Cubs, I'm a fifth-year PhD student in media uh, here at U of I. Uh, So stop me if you've heard this one before. Northwest suburbs of Chicago, one of two kids being raised by two parents to follow Jesus, accepted Christ when I was about age seven. We went to church every week as a family. I did the youth group thing for a while. You know, during this time, I would have probably told you that I believed in Jesus, but the reality is I probably didn't follow him as closely as I could have because I was still very attached to my own way of life and my own plan for my life. Um, I had no real sense of individual scripture study. I didn't really have a whole lot of Christian friends. Um, My prayer life was just non-existent except maybe at mealtimes. And a combination of all these factors left me spiritually in kind of a cold place. I got to kind of rekindle my faith in college, though, um, at a small mobile church, not unlike this one, uh, in Munich, where I was studying abroad. And it was here I found found my first taste of Christian fellowship. Uh, People that I not only shared a bond in Christ with, but we also knew each other personally uh, and lived life together. Um, At this church, I took part in my first small group, where every Tuesday night we'd get together, we'd share a meal, uh, and discuss scripture together, much like we do here in our small groups in Illini Life. We'd all go to church together, and then right after, we'd go get a beer, because Germany, of course you did, and have deep spiritual conversations. And this was a new thing for me. Jesus and the relationships we have in him were not only Sunday morning things, but all day, every day things. Um, And that's why I would say this is the part of my life where I gave my life to Christ rather than just believing in him. Um, Because I met people for whom Jesus reigned outside of the church building, and that was a really awesome thing that I wanted for my own life. Another thing I wanted for my life, though, was a master plan. I am an insane planner, as those who know me are already aware. Um, So when I was about 17, I lost my dad to esophageal cancer. And that was the first big lesson for me in what happens when God's plan just takes a big old bulldozer to your plan like it's so much corn out by Windsor. Um, And if you need to click away, the TLDR is that now I celebrate God's plan for my life uh, because I know it to be better than my own. But letting go of my own plan was kind of a long road. Um, Very transparently, the sort of rediscovery of my faith in Munich coincided with the start of a battle with clinical depression, uh, which is one I am still waging today and likely always will be for some time, at least to some degree. Um, And there's a whole other story to tell about that battle. Um, It involves a car accident, a set of hair clippers, and more unpopularly subverted expectations than the revival of a popular fantasy franchise. Um, But my mindset as a result of that struggle was that I was tying myself worth to having some sort of plan and succeeding in that plan in a way that fulfilled expectations of me. Now, where did that leave me spiritually? Well, really until a couple years ago, I was pretty convinced that following Christ was a three-step process. You accept Christ as Savior, you come up with a life plan that he thinks is dope, and then you succeed in that life plan and hashtag get the blessing. Like, even... Being a Christian for 20 years, I was thoroughly convinced that somewhere in there, my plan and my power had to factor into it. But the gospel promises that God has already replaced my power with his power in in my life. Um, 
he doesn't just put joy in my life when I correctly guess his plan for it. And his love for me isn't contingent on meeting some quota of righteousness or resilience. And God's continued to show me that by putting people into my life to live in a relationship with. Um, as I've mentioned, I've been here for four years, so there's a very good chance that for most of the people watching this, um, we've gotten to enter into each other's lives at some junction. Um, I've not only gotten to worship Jesus with you all, but I've gotten to cook and share meals with you all. I've gotten to play board games and distribute coffee with you all. And I've gotten to get a whiskey at Seven Saints with, you, uh, with, with Grad Small Group. Right? And that's been a blessing on its own, but it's also taught me how to love and be loved. After all, Jesus didn't say, they will know you are my disciples in that you never fail and are a total rock star and never upset me ever. No, he said, they will know you are my disciples when you love each other. Christ showed me that following him is not a metric, but it's an empowerment to love well and to be loved well um, by the one who created me. Now, I'm a PhD student who's got two years left and has no idea what those years are going to look like, even without a big old pandemic making things difficult. Like, let's, let, let me be clear, the need for control is still real. But that need is now tempered by fellowship and assurance that I am God's, even in failure and in shortcoming. My name is David, and that's a part of my story. <laughs>